Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Please be advised that Gen X This Is Why contains adult language. So I retract my apology to Michael Landon's ghost. Hi, and welcome to Gen X This Is Why, the podcast where we re-examine the sometimes bizarre and often scarring media from our shared childhood. My name is Amy, and I'm a proud Gen Xer born in 1977. And I'm her sister, Jenny, born in 1974. So today we have a special treat for everyone. Oh, is it a treat? (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the 2020 Little House Year End Special, where Jenny and I sit down and go over some of our favorite moments, most aggravating moments, maybe hottest paw moment. I don't feel like that was one of the questions. That in there? No. When he was all... uh, dying uh, in the river when he Which got shot. shot. He, he died. That was kind of hot. <laughs> I'm going to put together a list of like the nut, like just like a tally and put it in the Mimi V's of like times Charles was on his deathbed. Yeah. Okay. Jenny, go ahead and Mimi's do that. Mom almost died. Mimi's don't hold your breath. Yeah. You know, she'll never do it. <laughs> I have a bone to pick with you. Speaking of things that were never done. Um, there is something. So I've been re-listening to a lot of things. Are we so, going to air this out in public air? Yes. So okay. I was listening to the podcast, like all, the, like a lot of the old ones. And there's something that you said you would do that you never did. And you ended up with the opportunity. What's that? Does Lafayette Beetle ring a bell? <laughs> you said you were going to name your next pet Lafayette Beetle. <laughs> and then you got Arlo. And Arlo's name is not Lafayette Beetle. Why? <laughs> okay. Why? Arlo came with his name. So what? Change it. Change I couldn't it. change it. He doesn't it. know it. I'm saying it right it. now and he's not even reacting. I couldn't change it. He's sleeping. Lafayette Beetle. I'm going to call him that from now on. Who's Lafayette Beetle? It was in one of my index cards. Is he was like one, one of the founders. founders. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, I'm going to totally name my next pet Lafayette Beetle. <laughs> I'm going to call Arlo Lafayette Beetle. I feel like my husband would not have gone for that. He, he just change it. Just start calling him it. No one can stop it. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Partially because I can't say Lafayette. <laughs> okay. Neither can I. I feel like I'm saying it with some kind of weird accent. Are you Canadian again? <laughs> Apparently. Jenny slips into Canadian. I know. I never know what's going So again, this is going, all this retrospective is going to cover uh, all of the seasons of Little House that we've done so far up to season three episode. What was it, Jenny? 
nine or 10, maybe 11. 11. Blizzard. Blizzard. Yep. Which got real intense. (laughs) Yes, it did. There were dead kids throwing themselves against the church. (laughs) He wasn't dead. Oh my God. That was fantastic. Frozen kids. Frozen kids throwing themselves in the church. (laughs) Oh, it was marvelous. Um, Okay. So we made a list and we did not share our answers with each other. Although I suspect I know what you've written for some of them. I love a good list. So we have, we went a little overboard. We have like 35 things. So we'll take turns. And the question reader will give their answer first. Okay? Sound good? Okay. Okay. All right. So our first question, Jenny. I'm not going to do a drum roll for everyone, so don't get excited. Is favorite episode. And my favorite episode, hands down, is Bully Boys. (laughs) That's a good one. You don't get better than Bully Boys. Reverend beats people up (laughs) in church. Um, Charles, let's not forget the Charles fight. Bully Boys is my third favorite episode. Okay. It was good. All right. Your turn. You know know my favorite episode. That fucking Fred. Fred is my favorite episode. (laughs) It is amazing. Why? What do you mean, why? (sighs) His father's son is my second favorite episode. The Bear Attack. I was laughing so hard at the at the chicken wing sauce, yeah, flying all over the place. (laughs) Yeah, that was really good. That was a good one. Um, I also really liked the Runaway Caboose. The Runaway Caboose was good. That was really good. I mean, we had Charles ripping the guy off the horse in that one. It was good. I also liked. This is a question about overall episode. I also liked Harvest of Friends because I thought it was nice. And sweet and heartwarming, but I also got to see a lot of shirtless Charles when he <laughs> broke, broke his, his ribs. Rib. That's something mm-hmm. I can put on the list. How many times has Charles broken his Charles broken his ribs? Eighty-five? Ninety? Okay. Jenny, go ahead, read the next question. Least favorite episode. My least favorite I have three. My I did the top three. My least favorite, I think, is going home. Eh. Okay. Eh. And you know what pissed me off about that episode is we didn't get to see the dramatic weather. I know. We were really bummed about that. We were pissed about that. And then my second most hated episode is, do you like how it's turned into most hated? Yeah. (laughs) It's The Lord is My Shepherd. Oh, I know this is controversial, but I fucking hate that episode. It's just so long and dramatic and ridiculous. Okay. And I think Monster Walnut Grove I hate it too. I don't like that episode. It's boring and it's really overdone. And that stupid headless horseman at the end. Okay. So I also have three. My least favorite episode is the hunters. Even though though Charles got shot and was really hot during all of it. In a dramatic fashion. It was so long and too boring. That's how I feel about the word. Okay. The end of the rainbow is a close second. Oh, well, that was a little Ozark, Ozark's thing going on. I know, but meh. And then the third was the two-parter, two-parter journey into the spring. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't need all that. That, there could was, have been, that could have been done in one episode. It was too long. Yeah. Most of the, the episodes I had issue with, I just felt like they were too long or overdone in some way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Okay, Jenny, what is the episode that gave you all the feels? Mine was Remember Me. And I wrote, oh, you remember I cried and ate a pint of Ben and Jerry's for dinner? You were, I just, that's when I just finished listening to not too long ago. And you were really dramatic about that whole thing. I was a mess because don't forget, we were really at the beginning of the plague for that. <laughs> not the beginning, but we were in it. We weren't like plague, like. Um, yeah, we weren't plague resilient. We were we were plagued at the time, and I don't know. I was just I had an adverse reaction to it. Soldiers' return was also pretty tough. Mm. It was tough because of the subject matter. I mean, it was hilarious the writing and the acting, but the subject matter was very difficult for me. Okay, okay. you go ahead. Uh, mine is Mister Edwards' homecoming. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because, you know, he's defending his lifestyle, his alternative lifestyle, and he's losing the battle. He's losing the battle. That was hard to watch. <laughs> it was the systematic breaking of Mr. Edwards. That was really hard to watch. It was like, it, it was like the Star Trek episode of Look at like where uh, they- Shut up. Shut okay. up. God. Okay. <laughs> All right. Jenny, go ahead. Okay. The next one is the episode or moment that most enraged you. I mean, I- think it's clear what this is for me which episode enraged me god oh yeah god damn do i have to go on that tirade again oh my god okay i have that bunny or harriet blaming laura for nelly's fake paralysis was really high up there for me wow but that did not beat reverend alden (laughs) in bully boys Reverend Alden, oh, when he was uh, victim blaming. Yes, Caroline. Caroline. Yeah. Caroline was attacked. And not only did he question that, yes, I but agree. he got in a fight with Pa. Yeah. No. That's true. I'm enraged mm-hmm. by that too. Mm-hmm. That would be the moment. The episode is funny. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I'm not going to lie, I was pretty angry watching Blizzard because of all of the randos. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. The next one is the character you enjoyed the most. Uh Charles shirtless oh at all times, season two. I also have really grown to love Willie. Yeah, I love Willie too. Mm-hmm. But the character I enjoyed most was Fred. <laughs> Jenny. Fred's not a character. character. The goat got drunk. I mean, he went to Mr. Edwards' rum shack and drank. <laughs> I have three listen. I have Fred, Willie, and Mr. Edwards are my favorite characters. Yeah, I feel like there's a part of you that relates to each of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. Most hated character. Hmm. I think it's clear who mine, mine is. I have five, but go ahead. Five. <laughs> I only have one. Jack. <laughs> Jack. Jack is my most hated character. <laughs> you know that. Okay, I have five in no particular Jesus. order. Okay. Mary, Reverend Alden, Harriet, Nellie, and Carrie. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think if I put them in order, Reverend Alden would probably be first. Yeah, I mean, you do call him public enemy number one. Because <laughs> so. he does harm. He does harm. Does he do as much harm as Doc Baker? <laughs> Doc Baker is more of a passive harm. Like he just can't heal anyone. <laughs> Confident. But Reverend Alden causes the harm. Would you agree with that? He causes the harm. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Okay. 
Next one is best love story. And for me, it's Charles and Caroline. We hear a lot about it in the, um, the story. What is, what is it? The Johnny Johnson episode <laughs> for the love of Johnny Johnson. And my favorite part is when they talk about their little love story as kids. And Caroline says, I remember chasing after a little boy when I was much younger than Laura. And Pa says, and I remember slowing down so you can catch me. How sad is this? And I don't know what it says about me. Nope. That I didn't even consider the people who were already married. <laughs> I didn't what, even what think about consider? that. Laura and that Ben Franklin kid. <laughs> <laughs> she got struck by lightning for him. She did. She did. <laughs> she did. Okay. Go ahead. The most out of left field storyline. For me, this there's a clear winner of this. It is, Tom, go ahead. it is Tom the turkey's death sentence. Oh, that's a good one, Jen. And like this whole carry, why is the turkey yeah. not like dressed for dinner and sitting at yeah. the kitchen table? That annoyed the hell out of me. That okay, I, I got one that I think you might enjoy. John Jr. trying to get Mary to marry him in <laughs> season two, going home. Yeah, it was like an afterthought. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, we must have missed something. Yeah, I think we fucked that up. Because we were just like, whoa! They really <laughs> know each other. Up. He has her cornered in a barn and is like, let's run away and get married. Yeah, I think because we skipped a bunch of episodes, we we got that all wrong. We're not going to do that again. We're doing I, we're, every fucking episode. Okay, alright. Okay, alright. Who the hell was that rando? The most random character. Mine is Mr. Loudy in Little Girl Lost. I still don't know why he was there. And second runner-up is Jonah, Laura's lieutenant. Where did he go? He was good, though. Yeah, but where'd he go? I don't know. He vanished <laughs> off the face of the earth. <laughs> I don't know if he was the most random, though. I he think was, he was the best random character. Maybe. But he was totally random in that he was kind of integral to that plot. <laughs> he was done. Well, I mean, we... Where are the Sims? Where is but Loudy, like, Loudy did not... That whole side plot about Clinton's girlfriend like why did we need that we never saw him again who sits in a writer's room and is like okay we have this episode where this little girl's gonna fall into this well and the whole town has to save her so what could be the subplot be like why do we need a fucking subplot with that much drama we should have had best moment in the writer's room that little house in the it's like sitting down like okay we're gonna write the titanic but what's something else awful yeah that like that's not enough let's do something else <laughs> What else? Could we, oh, let's do a random love story. Oh, they kind of did do it. They kind of did do that. Okay, Jenny, what is your uh, rando character? The grumpy dude who found the cow when Carolyn was cutting her leg off in Matter of Faith. Oh, he was a close one for me. Like, he was just so fucking random. And like, why Why do we spend one minute of screen time on this guy? And he was all like weird and abusive to his wife and kid. He was an asshole. Yeah, he was a total Most asshole. Most of the randos are assholes. <laughs> <laughs> so are they random assholes i think there's yeah. randos and then random assholes because there's maybe. both maybe things that make us go hmm i mean you know what mine is what Bunny's fucking origin story <laughs> i still don't know it i don't care oh jenny we found care. out what it was the horse is dead and i'm glad wow okay mine is i this still keeps me up at night why do these people go camping all the time? Why? <laughs> I just listened to an episode where you're going what? off about that. You're like, all they have is shelter. 
Like they are one step away from camping. <laughs> like they literally have a stove that has a flame in it. <laughs> yeah, I don't get weird. it. I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, All right. Like that thing piece of wood keeping them away from keeping them between yeah, that's them and the outdoors. That's it. Okay, Jenny. <laughs> I think I know the answer to this. What made you scream out loud? For me, I have two moments. I mean, I have many, but I put them into some other categories that they fit into also. But the number one thing was I'm Reverend Alton. answer first. Uh, go ahead. Mary getting punched in the face by the Gallander kid. Okay, that's number one. Number two, Charles punching and ripping the guy off the horse in the running <laughs> caboose. <laughs> that was so good. Go ahead. Mine is Reverend Alden beating people up in church. <laughs> I I had I had droplets of tears all over my glasses. I couldn't even see out of them. I was laughing so hard when we were recording that. That I mean, he just he took a turn. Things took a turn. Things took a turn. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Best fight. Best fight. I, now I have like your scream out loud moment, which sort of, which was Mary clocking the bully with the pail and then all the girls attacking him. I have the same thing. I have the entire school versus that cal- gallander kid. I mean, that clock with that pail was, that was epic. No, but him punching her first, like just that <laughs> element of surprise. <laughs> but that was more an element of surprise versus a fight. Yeah, 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 yeah. This was a fight. Has Mr. Edwards gotten into a fight? We haven't seen that. Oh, except when he fought the bear. <laughs> this was wild animals. <laughs> Charles was in a big one in Bully Boys. Ever have a Walnut Grove was fighting Bully <laughs> It's my favorite episode. Okay. They're all thrown down. Okay. Peak Nelly. I have Nellie beating Bunny, or you know what? All of the episode Bunny. When she made Laura promise not to date Jason, when she had Laura do all of her homework. We had Laura promise not to date Jason when Jason was Lauren's bo- Laura's boyfriend at the time. Yeah. Yeah. She was so manipulative in that one. And the talking machine is really bad, too. Go ahead. What's your peak, Nellie? Mine is the same episode, Bunny. It's faking paralysis to get weird dolls to dance with. <laughs> That? It was so strange. She was, was manipulating her mother. She was manipulating everyone. Oh my god, she was. Okay, this next one is near and dear to my heart. Worst and best index card. Worst, you know what I'm gonna say. I, I can't imagine it's not the same one I picked. Wainscoting. <laughs> the history of wainscoting. <laughs> Jenny phoned it in on the Widow Thurman episode and told us all about Timmy said it's wainscoting. Whatever. It's so bad. I don't know. The best Thank you for your input, Timmy. Tell him thank you for his input. The best was the train accidents, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. That's what I picked. I picked that one or the Bonnie Prince Charles one I thought was good, too. No. Mm-mm. Nope. Before I remembered your dial-in on the wainscoting, I had put anything having to do with the British monarchy. <laughs> okay. Jenny, worst parenting moment. Go ahead. I think it's Carolyn punishing Mary by not allowing her to take a test. <laughs> what is that? Was I don't know. That, that in the award? That was in the award, yeah. 
I have Carolyn and Charles thinking Mary was a huge failure because her grade slipped for like two seconds and they were going to hold her back in four eyes. That was bad. And anything Harriet and Nels have done, terrible. And I also have close runner-up guys, Charles telling Laura to go tell Amos Pike that his wife was dead. Yes, that was bad. <laughs> that was real bad. bad. In case you didn't see that episode, which one was that? The Haunted House? House. Amos Pike, clearly delusional, clearly depressed, had some kind of psychosis happening. <laughs> Laura finds out his wife is dead after 15 years, which clearly he knew. 20 years. But Charles tells her, go tell him. Yeah. By yourself. Fun. Go to his house and tell him. Yeah. Not a great parenting moment for Charles. Okay. Jenny, best parenting moment. I have it's Paw's Paw manipulating young Charles slash Albert into running away by using guilt. Into not <laughs> running away by using guilt. I have when Charles flies to Olsen's in a rage after Nellie records Laura telling her how much she liked Jason in Talking Machine. Remember, he's like, I got to go do something. Then we see him like, <laughs> I forgot what he did when he got there, though. He called Nellie down and told Nels what she did. Right. And then Nell no. said he was going to go beat her. Remember? Oh, that's right. Oh my God. Wow. Okay. Maybe that's the worst parenting moment <laughs> when Nell was like, I'm going to get this belt and do something I should have done a long time ago. I know. Whoa. I know. I would also like to say honorable mention here to Caroline, who I feel like is just a really good parent all the time. Very I, rarely does she fuck up. I don't know. You're always talking about how she fucks up in every episode. Go listen to the early episodes. Well, I was high. Early like Charles has to go handle this because Carolyn fucked it up. Well, this is something that I think I carried with me from viewing this as a kid. I just misremembered the character of Caroline. Like I always thought Charles like had to run the show all the time. Well, I can't imagine why you think that because it's so written so heavily in that direction. But she's a badass and she has redeemed herself in my eyes. The way she pulled those animals out of that burning barn, man. Was like, that, was, that was badass. I'd be like screaming, somebody call the fire department. <laughs> okay. Best. I'm just taking over this now. Best Laura moment. I have telling a deluded maniac that his wife is dead. So, but you're right. I think that's technically a, a bad parenting moment. But it was kind of badass of Laura to just march in there and be like, "Guess what happened?" True. I mean, there was a lot of badass Laura moments around the haunted house. Like she just ran you're in right. there after Jack. They think a maniac lives there and that it's haunted. I really enjoyed when, and this is kind of credit to Mary. So I hate to point it out, but. When Laura and Mary were shading the Widow Thurman. I thought that was pretty that great. Was that yeah. was really good. Um, I also have when Laura was running shit like a boss at End of the Rainbow. Oh, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> she was totally like, what's his name? When Jason Peels the screen door. That's Peak Willie. <laughs> he didn't steal it. No. no, Jonah stole it. Jonah, Jonah stole, stole it. it. See, I feel like Jonah was the poor man's Willie. Yeah. And Will and Willie was good in that episode too, though, because he's like, I can't, I can't not, I can't slam the screen door, mom, because it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> like matter of fact, like it's just gone. Like that's okay. There's a great Laura and Carl's Jr. moment though when they get the Billy Goat drunk. Oh, that's true. That that's was pretty. True. That yeah, was pretty yeah, good. that was pretty good. Okay, worst Mary moment. I have yeah. all of them. 
I have the number one, so. Go ahead. Saving Laura and Carrie from certain death in the blizzard. She should have never done that. <laughs> he should have just let them friggin' die in the snow. That's what they deserve. I have hard to choose, but probably when Mary narked her out, just pick a time, anytime. <laughs> Laura narks all the time, too. <laughs> Um, I love how I was re-listening to For the Love of Johnny Johnson, and they were, like, walking home together, throwing rocks and stuff, and Mary wouldn't do it because it wasn't fun. Or because it was fun. She wouldn't do it. Like, Mary's yeah. just, like, the wet blanket. No, on everybody. dumbass shit, and she didn't care to partake in dumbass shit. Okay. Next, we have biggest suspension of disbelief. I can't believe you got, I'm like, am I delusional? Have I been using that wrong for like 20 years? Suspension of belief guys. No, no. Jenny sent me. Now here's the way Jenny corrects you. She doesn't like say, Hey nerd. It's supposed to be disbelief. Uh, No, no, no. I said that. And you said, no, you're wrong. Right. (laughs) But then to correct me, she sent me several articles, (laughs) whatever. For how much sci-fi I watch. I know this term. Okay. Okay. The biggest suspension of disbelief. Jenny, you go ahead. Carolyn baking 15 pies in like four <laughs> hours with a stove that has an open flame and fits one pie in it. There's no way she baked all those fucking pies. And there's no way birds didn't attack them outside. When, or that that storm destroyed them. That's right. I have biggest suspension of disbelief. Doc Baker. Anything having to do with Doc Baker. <laughs> But I also have that episode, and I forget which one it was, when Mary said all the boys want to date her. <laughs> no, she didn't say that. Laura said it. Laura said it. Oh, it's easy. All the bo- but she didn't not say it. Like, she didn't disagree. No, she said, not Willie. Yes, not Willie. <laughs> what, uh, was that Johnny Johnson? It was no, Johnny that Johnson. was recent. Oh, okay. She's like, easy for you to say all the boys want to date you. It was... um. It wasn't Johnny Johnson. It was the talking machine, wasn't it? I don't know. Uh, I forget. Okay. Mimi's come at us, if you remember. Yeah, like, like everyone's going to remember that moment. They they Next. probably do, though. They remember Different. everything. Next, best guest star. We're going to have the same. There's no competition here. <laughs> Ready, set, go. Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. Cash. I yeah. mean, yeah. how do you compete with Johnny Cash? No, no one. Wait, Burl Ives is not going to compete with Johnny Cash. <laughs> Sorry. And neither is Weirdo Jonathan. Who was that? Who was you that? couldn't say his name. <laughs> so I'm going to be a big help on this. Oh, who was that? Ernest Borgnine. Ernest Borgnine. Oh, I said it. Good girl. <laughs> um, J- Johnny Cash. Fantastic. Bring him back. I could relive that episode. And June Carter Cash. The two of them. Fantastic. Two of them were good. Okay. Most traumatic moment for me was Caroline being manhandled by the Gallanders. That was a close second Ooh, for me. But I figured tough. you would pick it. Yes. I have Charles getting shot by Laura. <laughs> like that was, it. when it happened, it was traumatic. Like it happened so quickly and dramatically. Like it was very like, <gasps> we knew even though I knew that was going to happen in the episode. Okay. Not your buddy Edwards getting beat up by a bear? Uh, <laughs> And that wasn't as dramatic. It was kind of dramatic. It wasn't dramatic because it it was comical because <laughs> of what was happening, True. and because I ruined it for myself. And I knew it was Charles. It was Michael Landon in a bear suit, <laughs> so it wrecked it for me. That was so great. <laughs> great. Okay, guys, we're on number twenty-two. We're getting there. A character we could have done without Jen, Doc Baker. 
Wow, picking a main character. What has he done besides touch people and go, they're going to live. They're going to make it. If they wake up, they'll be fine. Anyone, all he does is like tell you what's happening in the scene. Anyone else could have done this. I have Mr. Sims creeping on Laura in her bedroom going home. (laughs) For those of you who don't remember, Mr. Sims creeped up into the loft and told like shamed her about the way she was praying i thought you were gonna real bad i I thought you were gonna pick them for the most rando because you just have like this thing against the sims do you blame me look at the behavior (laughs) (laughs) okay our moment of of shame penny our moment of shame something we should have known and i wrote anything surrounding johnny johnson bunny and when you falsely maligned Michael Landon and had to apologize to him on air. I forget what I maligned him oh, on. It was over Bunny. Oh, no, I stand by that. I retract that. <laughs> wow. I retract that apology. That was a weak apology, so I don't know if there's much retracting. I retract it because even though it the horse was mentioned before, it we still don't know where she came. He, I don't even know what this horse is. They, this, we don't know where this horse came from. Let's, let's not misgender, just say they. We don't know where they came from. Correct. <laughs> and it was like a year and a half of like just being somewhere and no one know it it's just fucking sloppy writing. Okay. So I retract my apology to Michael Landon's ghost. Okay. <laughs> All right. What's the stupidest thing I've ever said, Jenny? Wait a minute. I didn't give you my my moment of shame. Oh, I thought it was that. I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. Your turn. When we didn't know how corn works and going <laughs> home, that was bad. I mean, there's a lot of moments. Anything around farming, yeah. the outdoors, camping, mm-hmm. how to make things from scratch. Like, we are in an area that's outside of our comfort zone. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Hi, everyone. Amy and Jenny here. We just want to talk to you today about a giveaway that we're going to be doing. We are going to be asking for your input and surveying our listeners through social media and through our website. So if you don't have social media, you can find our survey on our website, but I will also be throwing it on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and everywhere else. Jen, why don't you tell them a little bit about the survey? This is just going to be a quick survey to just get some ideas of Things like where you guys found us, what type of content you listen to. Very quick, like three questions, nothing nothing crazy. Uh, we will collect your email address, but that's just to contact the winner. Um, we will have other options there for you to opt into if you want to, but uh, for the purposes of the contest, we will just be contact- using that to contact the winner. So if you could just give us five minutes of your time and give us some feedback, we'd really appreciate it. As you guys know, we've been working really hard to grow the podcast. So we want to know from you the things that you would like to maybe see in the future and how you're finding us, like Jenny said, and and kind of, you know, where we're going to go from here. So what are you going to win, you might ask? So as you remember, we were promoting the Bee Gees, How Can You Mend a Broken Heart, the documentary that was on HBO Max, which I heard was great. So we promoted that, and in exchange for us promoting it, they gave us a few albums, and we're going to give them to you. So we have two of these albums, and they are called the Bee Gees Main Course. And Jenny, tell everybody a few of the songs that are on them. So this has Jive Talking, Winds of Change, Fanny, Be Tender With My Love, 
Come on over, Edge of the Universe. Some good stuff. Mm-hmm. Nights on Broadway. Okay, good stuff. So all you have to do to enter to win one of these albums is to take our quick survey. So I know Amy's is not Amy is not a detail person. So let me give you the details on that. The contest yeah. will open January first, two thousand twenty-one. And you can, and anyone who enters the contest between January 1st and January 30th will be eligible. It will be a random drawing from all those who have entered. What about people who enter on January 31st? Is there a 31st in January? <laughs> that would be January 31st. <laughs> yes. I love it when she screws up. It's so seldom happens. So fill out the survey between January 1st, January 31st. You're entered to win one of two albums. We have two copies of this. Yep. We actually had three, but we're giving one to our dad because <laughs> like he deserves it. He puts up with us, although not a patron yet. No, no. We were supposed uh-huh. to shame him about that. We're going to shame mom. him. Neither one of our parents have signed up for our Patreon. That's yeah, we're going to shame them. We're going to shame them publicly soon. All right. So thanks a lot and look for that link. Okay. Jenny, what is the stupidest thing I've ever said? Hi, my name is Amy. Wow. Really? <laughs> no. I love when you have a why it's early on and you say that um, your why is about how you were railing against being smart. <laughs> like, I, you can't make it any easier. And for you, me. you were going, you're doing a great job. <laughs> you nailed it. Like how? Like, that was a bluebird. That was a bluebird. That was. I just have, anytime you say you were nice to me as children, I feel like that is a malicious lie. Okay. And it's second of all, that doesn't make any sense. And second of all, when you thought Johnny Cash was alive and should do sleep back. <laughs> I didn't think he was alive. <laughs> I was just saying. <laughs> I think it was really stupid when you thought Johnny Johnson's name couldn't be real. <laughs> it's so wild. That can't be real. I thought you would have chosen for me anything around math. Well, yeah, I didn't even know where to start there. It was too overwhelming. I believe in Fred, I said, I'm real close to believing four times 10 is 30. <laughs> Best hero mode moment. I, the, for me, this was Paw throwing the guy off the horse <laughs> in, in Runaway Caboose. That was epic. The guy, he just flung him like in air off the horse. Hilarious. Can you guess what mine is? Um, is it when he's riding the carriage to save Carolyn? Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. When Charles flies home after realizing something is awry with Caroline, <laughs> Carolyn in a matter of faith. Yeah, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. That was hot. And then he ran so fast in the house, his hat blew off. Remember? <laughs> and you saw that gorgeous hair? Hmm. Okay. Uh, best ride or die moment, Jen. I think it's the rescue from Jonathan's Mountain. I have that too. I said Edward yeah. moves for days. For like Laura. four day long like <laughs> trek. And like Paw breaks down. I was all emotional during it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was. Then they see Burning Man on the top of the mountain. <laughs> right. Best challenge or feat idea that we had come up with during the pod. As much as I like. Timmy passively sawing wood. Which is mine. <laughs> it's just funny. I just like it. I like it too. It might be the parents racing the grandkids to see <laughs> who should have ran back to the farm to get it off. 
That's a good one. That's a good I feel one. like that could end, well, like many of our feats and challenges, I feel like that could end in a trip to the hospital. Do you have a list of them or no? What does this look like over You were here? supposed to be keeping a list. I, I know there's me trying to start a fire when it's pouring rain. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I totally want to see that. <laughs> without a lighter, right? Without a lighter. Oh, it's not happening without a lighter. The <laughs> rub sticks together out in the rain. I still like Timmy passively chopping wood. Like, pretty good. Like, how do you do? Yeah. Because you were like, he's aggressively sawing wood. Yeah. What the fuck's that mean? I don't know. Okay. Character most likely to accidentally kill themselves. I have, there's only an obvious answer here. Carl's Jr. No, what? Carl's Jr. was lighting fireworks off in a barn. (laughs) He's the one who went on the caboose. And we learn in Little Girl Lost that he parties in an abandoned mine. (laughs) That's right, I forgot. He is living a (laughs) wild life on the side. And I disagree with with that part. I disagree. Go ahead. I think it's Carrie. <laughs> I mean, she's gonna like she's just a walking disaster who she just gets all herself- a butterfly down a mine shaft. So, yeah, she's done a couple things that we haven't watched yet that are coming up. Jen Carl's Jr. lit off fireworks in a, in an enclosed space. <laughs> that was pretty dumb. <laughs> oh my god, he's like he's like living the the fifteen year old Amy life. <laughs> Doing some wild, weird shit. Okay. Character most likely to accidentally kill someone else. I wrote Hanson, and then I wrote accidentally, question mark. Oh. Huh. I wrote Carl's Jr. for this, because I feel like he's more dangerous to those around him than himself, necessarily. (laughs) Like, he's definitely a menace. There's no question. But I, I feel like he could end up taking a couple people out with him. He could. He could have burned down that barn. (laughs) And the caboose, he could have taken out Laura and Mary. Yeah, absolutely. (sighs) Okay, worst pet, Fred. What? Yep. No way. Worst pet, Jenny. No way. He's the worst pet. (laughs) He was an awesome pet. I don't even know if you can consider him a pet. That was the problem. Yes, Laura was trying to own something that didn't want to be owned. I have Bunny as the worst pet. <laughs> this pet, Bunny has caused so much misery in Walnut Grove. Think about it. It's true. Nellie flies off her, and that starts that whole manipulative, like, paralysis thing. Laura flies off of her and starts that you're, whole you're thing. Like, Bunny again. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Mimi's. Mimi's. We really don't know, because in some episodes, they refer to her as her. In some episodes, they refer to him as him. Do they really? Yeah. I, I wasn't just imagining that. No. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, oh, oh, wait, wait. I want to just bring in something here that is totally irrelevant to what we're talking about. Right. Harriet getting on the racehorse and flying all around. That was good. And then flying off. That was pretty yeah, good. That okay. was good. Go on. But Bonnie started so much fucking drama in Walnut Grove. True. She almost killed half of the teenagers in Walnut Grove, half of the tweens. True. Like, she's just a menace. He. He's a menace. They're a menace. They're a menace. Yes. <laughs> okay. Jenny, what is the best insult? The best insult, I think, is when Mr. Pike calls Laura a runny-nosed little upstart. Oh, right. You did like that. That's good. <laughs> I have when Harriet calls Laura a swindling moppet. <laughs> 
There's a lot of really good insults. And a lot of them come out of the mouth of Harriet. Yeah. Like, even in the episode Family Quarrel, where they're fighting. Uh, Yeah, there's good ones in that. There's good ones in Fred. Well, that one you picked is from Fred. But there's things that they call Fred that are pretty funny. (laughs) Charles insults Fred. (laughs) And then, remember, he yells at Jack just extraneously. Okay. Jack was a close second for worst pet, I just want to say. Okay. What's the most heavy-handed metaphor? Um, I think it's the three puppies that almost got murdered and then didn't have a home in Remember Me that were clearly meant to represent the three. What's her last name? Uh, um, Julia Sanderson. Sanderson. The three Sanderson kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I have the shoes with Bunny. When Charles couldn't get his own children's shoes and Laura couldn't get the bunny or the horse shoes. That was bad. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, and finally, Jenny, we're going to end with the character you most identify with. I think I know this for you. Okay. Mr. Edwards. Nope. What? That's not who I most identify with. Okay, go ahead. Fred. <laughs> <laughs> Fred is living the life Edwards could only dream of, as we talked about. <laughs> um, Edwards ended up back in church. That's true. That's true. Whereas Fred ended up... Fred is running wild on the prairie. Yep. <laughs> okay. Who do you think I chose? Laura. Laura. <laughs> yep. Remember when Laura did her first writing and didn't Caroline or Paul like throw it out of there? It was in the you? creek. It ended up in the creek somehow. <laughs> that poor kid. That was her first book about Walter Grove. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right, guys. So thanks a lot for listening over the past, what, six months, right, Jen? Yeah, six months. Six months. Um, the Mimi Bees has grown by leaps and bounds. We are close to 100 people. Wow. Are we? <laughs> I wasn't really paying attention to the number. We're close to 100 people. So if you want to join our Facebook group where we talk about things that we mentioned in the pod and anything having to do with Little House and sometimes all the blockbusters that we do in the time capsules, uh, you can find that on our Facebook page, Gen X. This is why. And there's a link right there to the Mimi Bees. The Mimi's post some good stuff like that. We're going to cover this horrible <sighs> documentary. What is that? It's like a biopic of Michael Landon with John Schneider. Did one of the Amy's post that? Oh, yeah. Amy. Amy F. One of the Amy's. There's like 12. There's like 12 posts of that. And it, she said, warning, this is horrible. And I'm I'm in. I'm done. Let's do it. Because yeah. Tom Schneider plays. John Schneider. John Schneider. John Schneider. John Schneider, the newscaster. <laughs> John Schneider, who was Bo Duke, who I used to love when I was you a kid. I did love him. Do you remember he did an album, like a song? It's now or oh, never. never. He covered Elvis? Yeah. What? That, that was great. I had the 45. So I had the 45. Wow. Wow. Yep. That takes some balls to be John Schneider and to cover Elvis Presley. Why do I keep wanting to call him Tom Schneider? I'm shocked he didn't like whip up Imagine or something. <laughs> like, oh my God, can you imagine? Literally. Like we, we have Bo Duke doing Elvis and you have Luke Duke would like put out a Beatles cover. Luke Duke, I think, was the, actually the better looking one looking at it now. Uh, yeah. I yeah. mean, they were both. Oh. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, sure. 
Okay, um, and also check out our Patreon. For December, we did Die Hard, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, and a special Little House Christmas episode where Jenny got to rage against Bunny. We were trying to figure out. It was the whole point of doing that episode was to figure out Bunny's origin story, and we were, do we just end it with more questions than answers? Whatever. Um, and also, you know, for January, we have some good stuff coming up. We have Class Action Park. We have Weird Science. So we're going to be doing a lot of cool stuff on Patreon. We um, we hope that you could support us. We would love to have you over there. It's patreon.com slash why, Or just go to our website. Like, everything's on our website. Right, Jen? I, I hope so. Everything. I'll Links to Mimi Bees. There's also a way to reach us now, right? People can contact us. You can email us at info at genxthisiswhy.com. Uh, just address everything to Jenny. She'll handle it. Don't worry. I definitely have those alerts turned on on my phone. <laughs> yes, I'm sure you do. All right, guys. So thanks a lot, and we will see you soon, and have a happy 2021. Hi, everyone. Amy here. Thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. If you like what you hear, please consider leaving a five-star review. It really helps us to grow the podcast. If you'd like to support us, please consider joining our Patreon feed patreon.com slash gen x this is why we're also on facebook and we have a facebook group called the Mimi bees m-e-m-e-b you can find this and all other information including an email address for contact at www.genxthisiswhy.com thanks so much and thanks for listening Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.